Welcome to Asking is Loving, where we believe that asking important questions is a way of loving God, others, and even ourselves. I'm your host, Amy Young, and in each episode of this podcast, we focus on one unique question and spiritual encouragement to help you live a more abundant, Christ-centered, and gracious life and equip you to be prepared to help your loved ones do the same. Hi, Amy. Hi, Suzanne. The question this week is a little bit of a tough one. Um, It's something that I think will take some pondering for a while, but it is do I live all of life like I believe it's under the Lordship of Christ? I love the quote in your blog post that says, Christ is not a cafeteria line where you say, I'll have a little salvation, but no Lordship. And in thinking about this, I've noticed that for me, I honor and proclaim his Lordship over bigger things in life, like you know, the fact that he's holding the world in his hands or he's taking care of a friend of mine who's in need or that he has an overall plan for us. But it's more difficult for me to proclaim his lordship on matters that are closer to my heart, my kids and other deep longings and desires. I feel in these areas, I have to lend God a helping hand, especially when it seems to be taking a long time. That is when I most act like I'm an orphan, acting as though I don't have a heavenly father that loves me dearly. And I'm learning in these times to see the lies and give myself a talk, reminding me that he is God and I am not, that he is Lord over the timing, not me. And most of all, that he is always good and always working for my good. Gosh, Suzanne, I love what you're saying, that you're grappling with even those areas that are hard to relinquish to God, those areas where maybe you want to be Lord over. I can totally relate to that. (laughs) You're seeking to see God over areas near and dear to your heart and emotions, and moving more and more toward trusting in his goodness and lordship over them. And I think the Lord loves it when we turn towards him and trust in his goodness. I have to believe that in those moments when we do that, and when we are tempted to maybe even feel ashamed about our past behavior, that he sees that as beautiful, a beautiful act of worship. And I'm so thankful that I've had the opportunity to see you consistently turn to him in situations that have been really hard and to believe life is under his lordship. Well, I recently dug up an old blog from 2020. Remember that year? (laughs) During the early season of COVID, 
And it was a time when I think we all really struggled with this kind of thing. August of 2020 seems so long ago, but as I face some new unknowns over the next month, I want to remember some things I learned during that first year or two of COVID. And so I remember how brave my friend Suzanne was as she continued to see Christ's lordship over even the unknowns of her job at the time when she worked with many sick patients in an assisted living center. Um, I, I also remember spending more time outside and seeing truths about God through nature. I remember one day my husband called me, uh, he called to me, um, from outside and he said, get your shoes on and come out here. (laughs) And I thought for sure yet another item on our property was to be found damaged because storms had been washing up debris into our yard and tearing up our gravel road and blowing work projects across our lawn. So I kind of sighed when he called me to come outside and I rolled my eyes and (laughs) sort of begrudgingly put on my shoes and hesitantly opened the door. And I was so relieved to find that he was not excited over another problem, but he was excited about God's creation. He pointed at the grass and exclaimed, just look at what a small spider was able to do overnight. And I too was mesmerized by it and the many other clouds of spider webs scattered across the grass. It looked like there had to be dozens, maybe even a hundred cobwebs, each soft, delicate pocket of webwork was intricately woven and held tiny drops of dew. And I immediately thought of the morning that our rabbit gave birth to five tiny bunnies. After weeks of believing that she had been successfully bred, we had decided in our hearts that maybe she really wasn't pregnant. This was our first time breeding a rabbit, and we were not confident at being able to tell. But the night before, it had been day 30 out of the usual 31 days of pregnancy, and there were no signs that she'd be giving any birth any time in the next 24 hours. There there was no working away on a nest made of mama's fur. It was just a happy rabbit in her cage eating her food and we went to bed and we woke up in the morning to a nesting box filled with five soft squirming bodies and a beautiful blanket of fur so overnight mama rabbit had given birth to the babies cleaned them and created a blanket of softness to cover them it was amazing Wow, what God's creation can do overnight. It's mysterious, and I don't know about you, but it moves me to pause in awe. As I consider the mysteries of the natural activities of God's creation, I 
wondered about my own life. I thought of the things that seemed normal or even mundane to me, like washing the dishes and making dinner and teaching my children. And I wondered also about the things that are frustrating and worrisome. And these thoughts with the things I had witnessed and thought of that morning brought me to ask this question. Do I live all of life like I believe that it is under the Lordship of Christ, no matter how mundane, sorrowful, or frustrating it is? You know, the same God who created a spider to make intricate webs on blades of grass and rabbit mamas who give birth clean and make blankets of warmth for the their babies overnight is the same God who made us and cares for us. Abraham Kuyper once said that there is not a square inch in the whole domain of our human existence over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not cry, mine. And R.C. Sproul once wrote, if God is the creator of the entire universe, then it must follow that he is the Lord of the whole universe. No, No part of the world is outside of his lordship. And that means that no part of my life must be outside of his lordship. After all these sightings in nature and resulting thoughts, I talked to my friend Suzanne. Um, The assisted living center she worked at had 99 out of 110 patients who had tested positive with COVID-19. And she said that she was trusting that she was in God's hands and care. Yet she had a moment in the middle of the night when she was stricken with panic. She had lost sleep, but she kept to our schedule of talking and praying at 6 a.m. And in her usual way, she stated her trust in God's care. She was confident that whatever came her way was under the Lordship of Christ. And she knew that the truth that all of life is under his lordship and care is of utmost importance and impacts our daily life. This reminds me of a scripture, Isaiah 28, 16, that says, So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. Jesus was stricken with pain so that in relying on him, we would never have to be stricken with panic. We know what we've been saved from. We know who saved us. And we know who is saving us. 
Adrian Rogers once said that Christianity is not a cafeteria line where you say, I'll have a little salvation, but no lordship right now. Suzanne mentioned that um, on the phone call earlier. And in the mundane and also the panic-stricken moments of life, she knows who is Lord over her life. She knows the Lord has saved her and is saving her. She got through the season of working heavily with COVID patients during those most unsure, uncertain times in 2020. But if he wouldn't have rescued her from COVID, um, she trusted fully that he would have rescued her from this world and would have brought her into the next. Her trust and faith remind me so much of the old hymn by Daniel Whittle, I Know Whom I Have Believed. And one of the um, stanzas in the song says, But I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Friends, I hope this episode encouraged you to keep trusting our good shepherd. He is able to keep that which you've committed to him throughout this life and into the next. He is a good God. And I hope that this gives you another question to use as a tool for yourself and or someone you care about. Thank you for joining me for this week's question. And remember, asking really is a way of loving God, others, and even yourself. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you please help me out by rating it and also following it? And if you would like assistance and accountability in forming a plan for your thoughts or a specific area of your life, I would love to work with you on that. I offer a free initial consultation and affordable Christian coaching to women. You can check out my website at cornerstonechristcenteredcoaching.com to learn more. If you like this podcast, then I want to invite you to sign up for my monthly email that always includes a special encouragement toward grace and a unique offer just for my subscribers. I often include a free special resource or tool as well as regular drawings for my subscribers to receive lovely books by my favorite authors. When you sign up for this, you instantly get three freebies a downloadable booklet called Asking is Loving, powerful questions to ask yourself and your loved ones. It's divided into chapters, each focused on great questions for various people in your life, yourself, your spouse, your children, and your friends. No matter where you are in life, there are questions you can use. You'll also receive a free scripture printable of Proverbs 4.23 and a free printable of the 10 daily biblical truths that I personally use. You can sign up for encouragements to turn toward grace by going to my blog, wastelandtograceland.com. I hope to see you there.